Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. July jump in virus cases. This would not be considered a wave. It was a surge. New thinking on the spread. Those aerosols can travel more than 30 feet. Claim of racial attack. These men were on top of me asking for a noose. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. 300,000 U.S. coronavirus cases in the first week of this month alone. A surge is how Dr. Anthony Fauci puts it. Within a period of a week and a half, we've almost doubled the number of cases. So we are still knee-deep in the first wave of this. And the U.S. death toll since the pandemic began now tops 130,000. CBS's David Begnaud has the latest from one of the country's hot spots, Florida. The news is, is not particularly good. That is the mayor of Miami, Francis Suarez. Hospitalizations here have more than doubled in the last two weeks. Now, gyms, party venues, banquet halls, and short-term vacation rentals are closed. Restaurants are being forced to return to outdoor service only. It changes every single day. Stephen Bradley owns Clutch Burgers in Coral Gables. Now you can't be open. It affects everything. With Florida adding over 100,000 cases in just two weeks, hospital officials are worried about staffing and supply shortages at hospitals across the state. In two weeks, the number of virus cases has doubled to more than 200,000 in Texas. CBS's Janet Shamlian spoke to a nurse in the state who got sick. Patty Peterson is a single mom to two girls. The 29-year-old nurse tested positive for COVID June 26. She's been in a critical care unit since last week. It hurts. It feels like someone's stabbing you. And you haven't been able to see your daughters, have you? No, I haven't seen them since July 2nd. And they FaceTime me every day crying. Mommy, when are you coming home? Mommy, we miss you. Peterson doesn't know how or where she got coronavirus, but is now one of almost 8,700 Texans hospitalized with the disease. CBS's Dr. John LaPook has spoken with some of the scientists who now say virus particles can spread farther than six feet indoors and remain in the air. When we cough or sneeze, larger airborne droplets containing virus can travel, usually up to about six feet. But smaller particles can be emitted simply by talking or singing and can go much farther and linger in the air for hours. They don't fall to the ground in six feet and they can remain in the air for hours. 
and potentially infectious for hours. What would you like the WHO to do? Acknowledge that the risk goes beyond six feet. Dr. Don Milton co-wrote the letter signed by nearly 240 scientists from around the world. How certain are you that aerosols are playing a significant role in the transmission of COVID-19 past, say, six to eight feet? You look at the restaurant outbreak in Guangzhou, several bus outbreaks in China, and it's clear that one person could infect people over much more than six feet. Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms says she's tested positive for the virus but has shown no symptoms. In California, the state capitol's been closed by an outbreak for workers in the assembly testing positive, and an assembly woman says she was exposed to someone with the virus. The EPA has approved the use of Lysol disinfectant spray against the virus, but officials warn the product should not be ingested. Now to Bloomington, Indiana, where local black civil rights activist Vox Booker claims a group of white men assaulted him and threatened to get a noose. Let him go, dude. Let him go. After he and his friends ended up on private property during a lake visit over the July 4th weekend. They yelled, leave, leave, leave the boy with us. I wasn't even a man, I was a boy. The reason why I'm here today is because folks stopped being bystanders. These people weren't only filming my attack that they were acting to stop these gentlemen. At a protest over this in Bloomington, two people were hit by a car. At least one was taken to a hospital. In New York City, the white woman who called the cops on a black man who was birdwatching in Central Park in May is charged with filing a false report. It's a misdemeanor. Amy Cooper's court appearance will be in October. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo tells Fox News the U.S. is considering banning the short-form video app TikTok. It's owned by a company based in China. With respect to Chinese apps on people's cell phones, I can assure you the United States will get this one right too, Laura. I don't want to get out. I don't want to get out in front of the president, but it's something we're looking at. Overnight, the company said it would stop operating in Hong Kong because of a new Chinese national security law. TikTok says it does not want to censor content or turn data over to China's government. New Trump administration guidelines mean international students will be forced to leave the U.S if their colleges offer classes only online this fall. Harvard University has already said all instruction will be online, but freshmen can come to campus. Correspondent Bill Rakoff has more on a new controversy at Washington and Lee University. The faculty of the Virginia University is recommending that Confederate General Robert E. Lee's name be removed from the school, but it doesn't necessarily mean such a change will occur. The recommendation was sent to the Board of Trustees, which would have to make any change. A spokesperson for the school says there are no current plans to change the name. Lee is buried in a chapel on the school's campus in Lexington. The World Series seems like a long time ago. Swing and a miss! And a World Series! The defending world champion Washington Nationals will open the abbreviated Major League Baseball season July 23rd against the New York Yankees. MLB released schedules for all teams. And quarterback Pat Mahomes has signed the richest contract in pro sports history, 10 years, $503 million with the Kansas City Chiefs. Overseas, CBS's Vicki Barker tells us a London court's begun hearing an American actor's libel case against a British tabloid. Johnny Depp and ex-wife Amber Heard arrived at the high court separately. He in dark glasses and a dark face mask. She with her nose and mouth covered by a red silk scarf. He is suing the Sun tabloid for calling him a wife beater. Depp and Heard have each accused the other of verbal and physical abuse during their short marriage. He is also suing her for allegedly defaming him in a separate article. It's Ringo Starr's 80th birthday. We all live in the 
The Beatles drummer usually celebrates with a big event, with performances from friends. This year, because of the pandemic, it is a virtual show to raise money for charity. Paul McCartney among those joining in. They lived together, they died together. CBS's Jim Crisula with more on twin brothers who made news over the years. Ronnie and Donnie Gellion, the world's longest surviving conjoined twins, have died in hospice care in Dayton, Ohio at the age of 68. They were born joined at the abdomen in October of 1951. The brothers appeared in carnivals and circuses as a sideshow attraction and source of income. They retired from the entertainment industry in 1991. They lived alone until 2010 when health Problems prompted them to move in with family members. Jim Crisula, CBS News. A retail group representing Target, Home Depot, and other major chains is urging governors to mandate mask wearing in public. The organization says differing rules has made it frustrating for workers and customers. And today's being called Blackout Day, a day protesters want people to shop only at businesses owned by blacks. That's the World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Hey everybody, John Stewart here. I am here to tell you about my new podcast, The Weekly Show, coming out every Thursday. We're going to be talking about the uh, election, earnings calls. What are they talking about on these earnings calls? We're going to be talking about ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. I know you have a lot of options as far as podcasts go, but how many of them come out on Thursday? Listen to The Weekly Show with John Stewart wherever you get your podcasts. Always on the go? You can take CBS Mornings with you. Wake up to your daily dose of news and interviews on the CBS Mornings On The Go podcast. Listen to CBS Mornings On The Go ad-free on Wondery+. Plus. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus.